to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. Yes, you are. I am. (laughs) (laughs) You always, you'll chime in at the beginning, but I've noticed you don't chime in at the end too much. No, you drift off, I think, maybe to sleep or something, because you get a little quieter as the podcast goes on. Yeah. You know, and like right now, you're... You're pretty good. That's my thing. That's my trick. That's your trick. <laughs> yeah. You're a one trick pony. Oh, you know what? In editing, that that's a funny trick. It's a fun trick. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. then, then the editor has to boost it. You just have to boost the audio slowly throughout Every the time you say something. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Mm. And you're aware of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it anyway. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Nathaniel. Ask away. Um, since you're moving out on your own soon. Yeah. Is your intention still to continue doing podcast with us? Are it you going to like come over to our house once a week and still do podcast? I mean, this is something I actually really enjoy doing. Well, there and you go. so if I can do it as long as I can, then I'm going to do it. Are you going to always expect me to make like homemade chicken noodle soup every single week? I'm also going to expect that at least <laughs> once a week. Yeah, yeah. Well played. Do you like yeah. any <laughs> other soups or any other food that I make that maybe I could make when you come over? Uh, I think I don't think there's any food I don't like that you make other than that poppy seed dressing do you like uh homemade beef stroganoff no well okay (laughs) the first thing i mentioned what about borscht i do like borscht yeah i think i have a recipe for zama borscht on my time warp wife do you ever eat beef borscht Nope, won't I've do had it. it. I saw my won't friend do it. make it yesterday. Yeah, he, I've he had really it. likes it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's How did good. you see your friend make it? Did, he, he made it. Did he have a YouTube channel or something? No, just photos. Ah. Yeah. See, that's the way it's done these days. Nobody actually visits each other. That's, yeah, I mean, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess. Right. Yeah, All we right. have our excuses. They invite I'll you over you for dinner and they just show you a photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That's the way uh, to do it now. I am not great at having, like, people over for dinner. Unless it's, like, in the springtime, that's where I really excel. Like, if I can make everything ahead of time, I'm great. I can go ahead the day before and make, like, a whole bunch of salads and then just the day of make a baked ham or something like that. Then I'm good. But trying to have all the food ready at the same time, like on Christmas Day, to me, that's really hard. I don't know how women do it. Like... Oh, they have this big meal and all the hot food is ready at the same time. You just got to get a heat lamp. Yeah. Heat yeah. Lamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. And then all your gravy is kind of like congealed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so like you got some mashed potatoes. You put those under the heat lamp while you're well, cooking we, the turkey. We mm. learned last Thanksgiving that it is important to cook the turkey long enough. Was it last? Was, I think it was two Thanksgiving. Was that two row. Thanksgiving? It was okay, so traumatic. The first Thanksgiving was undercooked. Because I thought, you know what? My friend used to always take out a chicken for lunch, and she would just cook it frozen. I'm going to try to cook frozen turkey, just cook it a little longer. Ugh, (laughs) big disaster. It cooked for so many hours, and it was still raw. So then, this last, or like a year and a half ago or something, it was Easter, and I was like, okay, let's put the chicken in the oven before we go to church, And then by the time we got back, it was so burnt. Like we could still eat it a bit, but it was kind of like burnt. There was no gravy at all. Oh, I remember that. So then I had to drive out to KFC and get some gravy for the potatoes Mm -hmm. and everything. (laughs) Wasn't that A&W? I felt like a A&W, yeah. Yeah. A&W is where we go for our gravy. And then this year for Graham's birthday, 
um, I wasn't feeling well. I was really tired, and he wanted those chicken cordon bleus from M&M Food, and Dad Ooh. made those, and those they were all good. raw inside. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you did that last time, too. Yeah. I have never made them raw. Yes, did you, I? Yeah, I ate them, and they were raw. Oh, that's disgusting. I yeah. never want that You wrap them in uh, <laughs> aluminum foil, and then there, try I to think... cook them. I think we've just guaranteed no one is coming we over for dinner. Like we are like the worst cooks. Good dinners. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you cook soup, because you can't go wrong with soup. That makes me no. think, no. I was thinking maybe me and you should run out after this and go get like a gondola pizza. I got to work tonight. Oh, I don't think the people in the U.S., <laughs> if anyone in the U.S. is listening, I don't think they have the pleasure of having gondola pizza. Like that is Winnipeg. It's more of a curse. <laughs> no, it's amazing. <laughs> it Why is, is it greasiest. a curse? Because it's addictive. Oh, it's the greasiest pizza. It's so on the so greasy, yeah. but it's good. Yeah, it's very thin, and it's just got the like perfect spice on it. Oh, if you have like no gallbladder, you have no chance with a gondola pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need at least two gallbladders. I think at this so. Point. Yeah. yeah, one yeah. on standby, and then you're okay. I think they might be like, are they the most expensive pizza? Probably yep. not. Maybe yep. Diana's. No. Diana's pizza is pretty expensive. Yeah, that's a gourmet pizza place. Though. Yeah, that's a small place. You would kind of expect it. But gondola is expensive because it's so unique. But to me, pizza isn't pizza unless it's gondola. Like, I couldn't care less if everyone's like, I don't hey, think that's it's true. pizza day. I bought everyone pizza. I'd be like, mm, yeah, and I think McDonald's is too expensive. <laughs> I wouldn't. Like, I, don't I wouldn't like pay it. for pizza at Gondola. McDonald's is a lot here, or a lot yeah, more you know here what? than the U.S. Right? That oh, yeah. double. Yeah, it's what? double the price. We have, yeah. Oh, more. Oh yeah, the U.S. More. is a lot cheaper. Oh, for it's McDonald's. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Maddie and I, when we went to L.A., we'd always have at least a couple of our like our breakfasts at McDonald's, so we can get like some eggs and stuff. It's always like under five dollars for each of us, like oh, three fifty wow. or something. Yeah, my breakfast is usually about. Thirteen dollars at McDonald's. Yeah, well, oh, just wow. just for comparison here, anybody you know, anybody who knows the, the the cost of a Big Mac, they're over eight bucks here for a Big Mac, and yeah, yeah. and yeah. I I just said forget it. I, I went across the street and uh, and picked up two Whoppers at Burger King for eight bucks. Do you know though? Yeah. I, just, I yeah. think the King Burger at Burger King is nine dollars. Yes. Because one day I went through to get my friend. She wanted the Whopper special, two Whoppers for five bucks. And I was like, I'll get myself King Burger, and mine was like nine dollars because came out yeah. to like fifteen bucks. I thought the King Burgers wow. are dense, though. Oh, no, they I are say, heavy. It's yeah. like the size; it feels like you're carrying around like a four-year-old child in <laughs> okay. a bag. Well, it's the, the so, thing it is, weighs though, about that much. We don't do that very often. It sounds to it sounds to people, I'm sure that. We that's all we do is yeah. eat a gondola and, and See, fast food. Uh, no, right, right. I, no I, I we think don't. You don't do that very often. No, but I, Nathaniel I don't. and I were a little more adventurous. Into, a little more adventurous. adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> is gondola a it's, Canadian brand? It's a Manitoba brand. Oh, it's only. Manitoba exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and back in the day, they used to have like Volkswagen Bugs was their thing. They would all be a little yellow Volkswagen bug painted up, and it said Gundala Pizza on the side. Yep. And mm. then my dream came true in grade 12, I think. My parents moved right across the street from Gundala Pizza. Oh. Is that the one? Yeah, that was amazing. And I was starting oh. to work, so I could just, like, 
come home on a Friday night, go get a pizza anytime I want. I'm I don't sitting, know how you've survived. I could see Gundala <laughs> Pizza out my window. Is that the one just by the school? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right on Harrowby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you could see it out the door. And then before the Gundala, it was actually a Beetle Car Clinic, so they had a little oh, something in common. They there had the Volkswagen Beetles. Uh-huh. And we actually lived in that house twice. You moved out of that house and then decided, you know what? Oh, there's a should story. should have done that. Yeah. There's not many not, people not that do that. Not me. This is okay. when she was a kid. Right. I don't think yeah. I don't think a lot of people do that. Like in no. grade seven, we moved into that house and then we lived there for a few years. And then when I was an adult, I think, yeah, I lived there till like grade 12. And then when I was an adult, just when I was married, when we got married, like so 1988, shows how old we are. Okay, so we got married in 88 and they were living there. What, the fact that you couldn't remember when we were married? Do you remember what my mom was doing the day we got married? married? In 88, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, your mom was playing bingo. She was playing bingo. Yeah. It was right across the street. Like this house was in the primo location. Yeah. Bingo just... across the street, <laughs> yeah. gondola pizza across the street. All you have to do is stand in one spot and every like piece of entertainment is around. You could just turn in a circle. I'll play bingo, bingo and today yeah. and I'll if, have gondola. If your life can, yeah, if your life consisted of bingo and gondola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I even worked in the same building as the gondola pizza. So then I could smell the pizza while I was working. That I would that would bother me. Didn't bother me. I think that would drive me crazy if I was smell, to yeah, smell if yeah. I was that addicted to it. So yeah, the reason that grandma was playing bingo when we were married is because we eloped. Did you know we eloped? Do you we remember took that? Off. Yeah, to this day I don't even know what that means. I've just always <laughs> pretended I did. We sort of disappeared. <laughs> we went to a church and uh Oh right, that's what that means. Yeah. yeah. We we were married and then uh yeah, then we just showed up. Guess what we did today? Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, all right. Yep. It sounds like it's all it's exciting, but it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was. Oh, it was be. way more exciting than it sounds. No, it would have been exciting <laughs> no, no, if, like, we got on a plane, drove, went out, flew out to Vegas, and you know, just Vegas. like went on one of those little chapels. No offense. No offense. Get married Vegas, by but... like some I don't know, look like <laughs> Elvis impersonator. Elvis. Oh. Everybody's the Elvis. Okay, no, yeah. we don't need. The Elvis, but who else? Who, if you could have any impersonator, who would you? Oh, you want need to, a you need a Wayne who? Wayne Newton impersonator. I don't want to You'd not want not Newton Wayne Newton himself. You but want the Wayne Newton to marry you? No, no, no. Then who? Well, I'd marry you. <laughs> but who would be your? Who would do nice. the ceremony? You get you have a choice. They're like, oh, you could pick any impersonator you want. Who's Honestly, it be? I'd rather have a pastor. <laughs> that would be good for me. <laughs> How about you, Nathaniel? Uh, could a can an impersonator legally marry you? No. Well, yeah, Elvis impersonators do all the time. If they're a, if they have uh, license, they have to have a license. They'd have to have a license. Okay, so what a strange mix of jobs. I don't know why (laughs) we're going down this road. Marriage license. So who would you choose? Uh, I probably wouldn't. Hmm. You know, I I think this is going to be kind of kind of cool. This is going to be tacky. Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, see, look at that. Look at that. That, I just love Pippi. That does not work at all. No. Just like, <laughs> no. oh, it would just be the cheesiest fun. And then just come home later. Mom's playing bingo. Mom, guess what? We just got married. Pippi Longstocking's married us. 
I don't know. I just think it would be a great story to tell instead of like, yeah, we went out to like the north end of the city and got married in this little church and nobody was there. Did you guys tell anybody afterwards or was it yep. kind of just like, afterwards? oh yeah, this happened. Not before, An hour no. later, we were excited to go tell everybody. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. We were really excited about that. But um, we only had two other people there. We had, well, four. The, um, I worked with two men. One of them was a pastor. So someone at work told me, why don't you get Noelle to marry or Noel to marry you? I was mm-hmm. like, that sounds great. So Noel was pastor. And then uh, France, Francisco, yep. his name was. That's right. He played piano beautifully. And he oh, worked he with good. me. And he said, I want to come and play piano for you. Yep. And we didn't really have very much money, which was part of the reason why. It was kind of like zero. Why we eloped. Yeah. 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 Or less. I think our rings were like a hundred bucks each and we had to borrow them. I actually still have mine in my pocket here because you you gave it to me yesterday. That's good. When women (laughs) want to know if you're married, they'll just say, I just have to hand it over. Can I see what's in your back pocket? Yeah. And then it is, it is bent into like an oval and it's hilarious. I was, I ran out the door one time because someone was, uh, was stealing the lawn ornaments off of um, grandma and grandpa's front lawn. (laughs) And I go running out the front door, and it snagged on the handle, and my feet went straight out, and I hit the ground, and it just bent my ring into an oval. And it's oh. that's what it looks like Did now. Did you catch the guy? No. It oh. was a girl. It was a girl. girl. Funny you assumed it was a guy. Yeah. Well, you said it was a guy, didn't you? No. No. Did I? Didn't you say there was some guy stealing a lawn ornaments? Maybe. Oh, that's someone. Oh. Oh. Now, see, we can rewind this, but we guy. can't because we're recording. <laughs> yeah, it was a lady. She's just walking by, steals the swan. She just keeps walking down the street like nothing's up. And then he runs outside, gets his ring caught on the door, chases the woman. Hey, give us back the swan. I said that it was... much nicer than that. What'd you say? I think I gave her a Bible tract or something. Yeah, right. Just kidding. <laughs> grab the bible and run out but i was very nice no but she i don't remember what what the story was on that i don't i don't know if i even made it out there because i we didn't know why she stole it yeah i, I thought i almost something pulled my seemed finger like off, so. like she was um just kind of confused yeah she was confused yeah, yeah. she and probably thought fine. it was hers or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah not a big deal that was a really not so exciting story <laughs> That's pretty good. But I found your ring, and it was a lot more lightweight than I ever remembered. Did you notice it looked like a really cheap ring? I think we just got heavier. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It looks like it's so thin, it's no wonder it tore out. Like, I I think I might have seen the same ring in a bubblegum machine. At Kmart. Well, that was, it, it looks that's like kind one of those. uncalled for. <laughs> but all right. Yeah, like it's an oval shape now and it's just really thin. I think, think that just reinforces the we had zero money story. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. think a really nice ring is more romantic than a super cheap ring? No. Guys would say no. Yeah. Girls would say no too, I think. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Like, what if I gave you just like a cheap plastic ring? No, like, I think that's really romantic get. if you do it in the right way. Like, if it's sentimental. That means a lot more. But if you just gave a really plastic ring because you didn't give any thought to the gift at all. Yeah. Like, I, I just ran to Walmart and picked this but up on my way. What if I got, like, a really expensive ring that was, like, fake and it was just kind of cheap? But, like, it was, and you're I trying to pass it, it off? Too much. Yeah. Why would it That's be expensive no. if it was <laughs> no. fake? Oh, I, maybe I just got swindled, you know? 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You're in a bad spot. Got swindled, and then you're swindling somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. I mean, if it works for them, it'll work for me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah, I've got, I have a new ring, too, because when Dad went and bought his new ring for one of our anniversaries, we each went and updated, like, to an anniversary ring. Is that a thing people do? Just no. buy new rings? No, but we redid our vows as well at the same time. We did a little, like, ceremony between the two of us where we renewed our vows and we got new rings. And where is your new ring? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is it? (laughs) Is it in your other back pocket? Is that in your car? (laughs) I don't have that many pockets. (laughs) For all the wedding rings that you have? No, you know what it was is um, I developed horrible allergies, which are now going away now that we don't have as many dogs in the house. Mm-hmm. And so uh, really, yeah, really interesting. Um, getting so sick for years from allergies and everything. I couldn't wear my watch anymore. Couldn't wear my rings. Everything Why? just made me break What are you out. allergic to on the ring? Um, or just here's, swelling up? Here what? is what I read. And, and this, who knows, maybe this is going to help somebody. But um, apparently, uh, I, I read on a, on a very reputable website, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, um, right. We did affirm last time that we were medical doctors. Yes. Oh, no, that we weren't. No, 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 yeah, we're not. We're not. No. Right. Okay. But we like to dispense Practicing. medical yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, useless. <laughs> yes, there we go. Well, apparently, um, I read this, uh, this one site that said, if, uh, if you've had birds in, you know, in, your, in your lifetime, if you own birds, there's a chance that you will then, uh, your allergies will go out of control and you'll become allergic to a lot of things. And we have had birds. Um, you know, we've had several birds in the house and, uh, and my allergies did get out of control. It was so bad that, uh, I couldn't shovel a walk. I was, I was doubled over. I couldn't breathe and, and on and on. It was just getting worse. Um, couldn't wear a ring, couldn't wear my watch. I had to, you know, leave those, uh, leave those off. And, um, now I'm finding that, uh, it's all clearing up. Ah. Yep. So. Speaking of being doubled over. What? He I was, don't know. Did you, you ever say that? Hey? Yeah, you said Oh, I did say that. Oh, okay. I'm, rem- I'm thinking about the time when you and, uh, and Graham came out to the driveway. I shoveled maybe two feet of, of snow and then yeah. you guys came out and I said, I've got to go in. And you yeah. guys, you guys shoveled the, the driveway for me. It's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. So you yeah. kind of, you kind of missed it about two days ago. Dad was doubled over on the basement floor. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. Oh, you didn't hear this? No. Oh, this was bad. Oh. Oh, is this, did oh, this you was spill bad. Paint? Did that? I spilled. Oh, did he I, ever? I, okay. I spilled about a gallon of paint. So I was, I was sitting here. I was, you know, painting, paint, and I'm covered in paint drops right now as we, yeah. as we speak. I'm not. No, how I know. come? How come? Maybe well, I'm not as just my legs down well, here. Which because is, I keep my clothes. None on my clothes. Really. I keep watching, oh, washing the same clothes, but. The laundry detergent doesn't take the, the paint out of it. So. Okay. Right. But um, I was downstairs and I thought, oh, instead of walking, I'm, I'm going to do what I know I shouldn't do. Move the paint tray, you know, to a place that was a little bit more crowded. And no sooner than I did, did that, I tripped on something and the pole knocked the whole, you know, tray of paint over. And it was about a gallon of paint that went swooshing across the carpet so we basically had to take a paint scraper 
and we lifted a lot of the paint out of the carpet um, and then washed it down and it, it came out. Everything yeah. came out. Ooh. Yeah. Wet was, towels, wet towels, wet we towels. We ruined a lot of just, towels. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's better to ruin the towel, old towels I got. Better to ruin that than it's wall-to-wall carpet, and that's a huge area. Oh, yeah. So if we had yeah. to replace that carpet, oh, oh that my would, goodness. Yeah. And we're hoping <laughs> to good. sell in like, we're hoping to list the house in like a week. That is not a good time. And the day before, he accidentally tipped over paint on the hardwood floor. I think maybe I'm working too late into the night. <laughs> maybe that, that yeah, could that's be bad. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, drinking no, no. coffee. That like was a, a lot fiend. easier to clean up. <laughs> it's just grab wet towels. Except for we have no towels left now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have one. <laughs> grab <laughs> wet towels. Wipe up the hardwood floor. But that one came out really well. That oh yeah, did. I was I was so impressed. I mm. you know so yeah. They say these things happen in threes. So now you've got the hardwood. Well, I painted floor, me too. So the carpet, yeah. you're gonna spill yeah, look the paint. Yeah. Well, maybe cement. You're gonna spill it in the garage. I'll paint the dog. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. But I'm sorry, it's been done already. I saw she had paint on her back the other day. <laughs> oh no. I think it's because Aww. she follows me around as I'm holding my paintbrush down. Oh, I'm you just get her to sure. lie down. She's your drop cloth. No, I think yeah. I was just holding my paintbrush <laughs> when I'm walking, and she's always walking beside me. So cute. She sits down by the, by the baseboards, and she waits until I paint that spot, and then I move, and she moves, and she just sits there waiting. She was so cute. So, yeah, Brendan was asking if she had any tattoos today, and yeah, he has to either get her chipped. No. No, yes. She is either chipped or tattooed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she's tattooed. She is tattooed. She has this tattoo that says mother right on her stomach. <laughs> she rolls over, right? It's a tough one to explain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if people ever tattoo their dogs. That would be horrible. Like, for real. Yeah. Like, not like tattoo the ear, but do people actually tattoo their pets just yeah. to be... You think no. so? Ah, no. Just to have like totally. tough looking pets? What? Have a have an actual tattoo on your pet? Yeah. No. I'm sure, I'm sure it's not. I'm I bet sure you it's, it's done. Upon. Like if you had a hairless <laughs> cat. Yeah. I bet you people have. Yeah. <laughs> is that no. what you're going to say? Is I yeah? To, I need to look at pictures of this now. Yeah. No. I think that's a bit weird. Tattooed dog, tattooed cat. It's too late. He yeah, is. Anyway. He's going to look it up. He's checking it out. Tattooed dog. So what did you read in the Word this week, you guys? Michael. Aha. I'm ready for you. You are? Oh, you're getting out the Bible. I'm getting out the Bible. There we go. Um, That's horrible. What does it say? Oh, you didn't find one, did you? He found a picture. I found a lot. (gasps) Oh, that's sad. Of people that tattooed their pets? Yeah. That's... Okay. That's horrible. Okay, I don't like that. Yeah, but someone might be listening and thinking, what do you mean that's horrible? Don't judge me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's I can't a reason help it. for this. I can't help it. I'm just, it looks like, disturbing. Like what kind of tattoo? Like the, the it's like animal's a chihuahua name or something? With the chihuahua? Chihuahua? Chihuahua. With the stomach all like. Uh, One of them's a heart with their name in it. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Just in case it gets lost. So what would you read in the word? Then you know, <laughs> know what the dog's <laughs> name is. <laughs> Bring down the word, bird. Bring down that word. Um, yeah, this um, for today, this this morning I, I was looking at this um, in Romans. 
and um, and I just thought this is this is really kind of cool. Um, there's a, a thing in in the Greek language. Uh, when I came across this, I thought it was it was so interesting. And um, the Greek word is spelled M E N, and so just just men, right? Yeah. And so um, basically, what happens is it's an it's an what they say is an untranslatable word. And I thought this is really interesting. How how can it be un- untranslatable? And in a lot of places where it's used in the Greek, it doesn't show up in the English versions. And I just thought this is really interesting. And so basically, this is going to be a, a bit of a challenge for anybody who wants to take me up on this. And um, so if you have a um, you know a, a Greek English you know Bible, yep, then uh, then you can you can look into this and. It is fascinating how it changes the meaning of a number of verses. Um, it's it's really really cool. So there's there's all kinds of similarities. So if you go into um, let's just say uh, Romans two verse seven, and so it says to those who by perseverance and doing good seek for glory and honor and immortality eternal life, and then it says but to those who are selfishly ambitious and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness wrath and indignation. Now, that's pretty clear what what he's saying, but this word um which is usually translated if it does show up is is either truly or indeed. And it's oh. supposed to be the the way that it works is when it shows up, you it, then a statement is made. It's kind of like italicizing something. Okay. So when it when it shows up, then it, then a statement is made and then the first time a conjunction is used, usually in, in Greek it's D-E, um, then, which is like but or 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 something. Then after that, it's the exact opposite, but it, it makes it a very forceful thing. So when you read this and you, and you look at this, then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you really get the sense of, hey, listen, I am trying to... There's a contrast. That's right. I am trying to say something to you. And so, so what he's saying is that he's emphasizing a contrast. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Really, really pushing the idea. And this really will uh, change things for some people um, to help them, you know, help them understand a little bit more about what Paul is saying in the book of Romans, because it shows up in a number of chapters. Chapter six, chapter seven is a really interesting one. So I would say take a look at this and, and you know, and see what you think. But it's really interesting, too, how John is the only one that that actually uses this, too. And so, um, you know, so John, I think it shows up, I think, 16 different verses that John writes, but it doesn't show up in the other Gospels. And so this is something that John's mm. latched on to. And has really made a point of, of repeating. Mm-hmm. And so um, the other thing that was interesting is when Jesus says, here's a bit of an, an offshoot. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, truly is amen. It's not just men, it's amen. So he says, amen, amen, I say to you. And that actually works the same way. He's saying to you, he's saying to you, Pay attention to what I am just going to say now, because oh, there's this that is word men again. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So these things are all connected. Now, amen is actually a Hebrew word, which makes this even a little bit more weird. But um, but it's just so close in the entomology. Right. So you've got um, Jesus saying, truly, truly, I say to you. And then he makes a declaration on something. 
But when Paul uses it, and when other people use it, um, it means this is contrasting two things, and don't get this wrong. And when he uses this in Romans... Didn't you say the word de? D-E was the contrast? It means butter or? Well, D-E But the man is, was... Yeah, D-E... Well, f- okay. For instance, in the ones that I just um, that I just read, so Romans 2, 7, it says, to those who by perseverance, it really says, to indeed those, or truly those, who by perseverance, and then the word but comes up in the next verse, and then the opposite idea is given, but it's given with a lot more strength and a lot more purpose than just saying it normally. Otherwise, they they wouldn't put that in. Mm -hmm. So it's something that they're trying to, like the writer is trying to draw your attention to and say, don't miss this. This is very, very important. And I think that is... I think that was something that I, I wanted to just kind of, you know, say out there for people. And, uh, you know, and if you want to dive in and take a look at that, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. It is it is really cool. I love going to Blue Letter Bible. That has, okay. um, yeah. is that where you go for your interlinear? No. Like at the Blue Letter Bible, I look at all of the Greek words and mm-hmm. the Hebrew words. And I just love it. Every single time I'm studying the Bible... You can be sure that I'll be typing in blueletterbible.org. Got to go check that out. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a Bible Hub guy myself. Yeah, you're the Bible Hub. See, yeah. I haven't, like, I do use Bible Hub, like, almost every day, but not in probably the sense that you use it. I use it when I'm Googling a verse. But then I get to Bible Hub, and I'm like, I don't really know my way around this site. Mm-hmm. I'm more used to using Bible Gateway. But I bet you that if I used Bible Hub, it has so many things there. It has like interlinear, right? It has commentaries, mm-hmm. everything all on one site. So th- that's fantastic. I don't know why I've always kind of just been a Bible gateway kind of person. Hmm. Yeah, I, know. I bet that they're both fantastic sites. Yeah, I, I think it's you probably get used to whatever you first start using. And, yeah. and that's it. You stick with it because it works for you and you know your way around it. Yeah. Do you want to know what I read in the Bible? What did you read? Well... I read a few things, but the one thing that really stood out to me the most this week. Do you know who, do you remember who Zacchaeus is, Nathaniel? Uh, Say he's a wee little man. He's a wee little man. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we used to sing in Sunday school. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. He climbed up in a sycamore tree to see Jesus. So. What kind of a tree is that? Good question. (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. Bit of a rabbit trail. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> so this Zacchaeus, um, I think whenever I have heard the story, there have been two things that have really stood out to me. One is that he was a wee little man. I mean, everybody makes a big deal of that, which is almost distracting from in, in the point sense, of the story. In what sense is he a wee little man? Stature. Okay. It says that he is small in stature. Yeah. The Bible doesn't actually use the words "wee little man." <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. The, the, the Scottish unabridged version does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it does say he was uh, small in stature, something okay. like that. So it usually the story talks about the perseverance that he had, where he climbed the sycamore tree to see Jesus, and. And that if we persevere, you know, we're blessed by that. But as I was reading the story this week, I got a little bit of a different kind of outlook on it. And that's the way it seems to be whenever you read the Bible is that every single time God is teaching you something different. And this time, what I really got from the story 
was the matter of conscience and that Jesus went to his house. Now, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And you might not, I'm sure that dad knows what the problem with the tax collector is, but I don't know if you remember. The tax man. Yeah. The tax men, they were they worked in conjunction with the Romans in those days. Okay. So they would go and they would rattle the Jews and try to get extra money for, from them. So the tax collectors would go and collect taxes from the Jewish people, and right. then they would give the money to the Romans, but they would keep the surplus that they got. So they were very dishonest. They would say, you owe this much taxes when they really didn't owe that Okay. That money. Yeah. So then they made this big commission off of it, and they were working in conjunction junction with the Romans. So anyway, the Jews hated them, or maybe they despised them, or they—I I don't know if the word they would be were, hate. They were, I think, Whoa. considered but traitors. They were. They were looked okay. really looked down upon. They were very, yeah. They didn't. They weren't too fond of those tax collectors. Okay. So he climbs up into the tree. And then Jesus says, come on down, Zacchaeus, I'm going to go to your house, right? And so the Jews are really angry that Jesus is going over to Zacchaeus's house. And he gets into his house, and then it says that um, after talking with Jesus, that he came out and said that I will make right anybody that I have wronged, and if I have, like... Um, if I have, I don't know what the word he uses, but I'll use a modern language for this. If I've ripped anybody off, okay, I'm going to oh, yeah. give them fourfold their money. So he, the, it, the Bible tells us that he was a rich man. So he said, I'm going to give fourfold whatever I have taken from wrongly from other people. So what I saw there was really interesting that when Jesus was there and then he had this like heart change that was so immediate. And when you give your life to God, uh, the Bible says that in the Old Testament, the um, the Ten Commandments were written on stone. But under the new law, they're written upon our heart. So the minute that the Spirit entered Zacchaeus, he was affected by the Holy Spirit. Right away, those, um, those laws, God's laws were beginning to be written on his heart. And that's where that conviction came in. And he responded to conviction. And so if we don't respond to conviction, which is really a God-given thing, it's the law written upon our heart. And if we don't respond to conviction, then we are just going to be searing our conscience. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about it. And I'm thinking hope it makes sense now I explain it. But yeah, I thought that was amazing that his response was a response to his conviction immediately after being saved. It just goes to show you how quickly the spirit is at work in your life. When you repent and give your life to God, the spirit starts to move within you immediately. See, and that's that's an interesting thing to say too, because that's that's what I was going to jump in and say is that, um, you know, we receive the spirit of God when we have had a true repentance, and His repentance was heartfelt sorrow over what He had done and 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 how He had treated people, um, and then He said, "I will I will make this right." And, and that is repentance, right? Mm-hmm. Not just saying, well, I, I feel kind of bad about that and, you know, wish I wouldn't have done that. You know, it, this, was, this was a real repentance. And um, yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah it's a sincere repentance when, when, you're, 
when you're walking in truth. Now, this is also something that really stood out to me this week because we're talking about the belt of truth, which is the manifestation of truth. Oh, in As the a, Bible study, yeah. Yeah. That's right. And so it's it's different from the sword of the spirit, which is using the word of God, and that is truth as well. But that's um, the sword of the spirit is using truth as a weapon. We can mm-hmm. we can fight for our faith by the, the word of God. But the manifestation of truth, that means when we're walking in truth, that's the belt of truth. That's truthfulness, living a life of integrity. And um, yeah. Being... And for anybody who's confused by that, I mean, we can boil all this down to, um, you know, the word of God is what feeds us. And so if you want to... Um, you know, have a closer relationship with with God. Get into the Word of God. Read the Word of God daily, and you know, and prayer is hugely important as well. And uh, and and you'll see massive changes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love it. The more I read the Bible, the more I seem to understand. I'm surprised that you don't know things like that. Zac- who Zacchaeus is? Why Zacchaeus though? Why Zacchaeus? Yeah. Of any other tax man. Oh, Matthew was a tax collector, and he turned into an apostle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but why Zacchaeus? Why Zacchaeus? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, I would probably say that he was notorious. And and that's, you know... I think that his faith, because of his faith. Well, yeah, well, why why Paul, right? See, the thing about I mean, Paul... I he's the, the one that... He, he was proactive. He climbed the tree to see Jesus. Right. So grace is given to everybody, but a lot of times grace is wasted on those who aren't responding to God's grace. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good word to use, grace is wasted. Mm. But God's grace is for everyone, but not everybody wants to take that grace and wants to accept that grace and wants to or be just changed kind of left by in it. the air. Yeah. yeah. So he did. He wanted to see Jesus and he was hungry for the word of God, which set him apart from the other tax collectors because he was hungry for more oh, okay yeah yeah and i think the the thing is zacchaeus um what he saw was that like jesus says um in the book of revelation and, and i think we've talked about this before but jesus says that um you have to overcome the world and john uh who also wrote the book of revelation uh it was dictated to john and, and he and he wrote it but um, he makes a point of, of saying that you have to overcome the world to be a true believer. And I think that's exactly what Zacchaeus did, is he overcame the world by just saying, look, I washed my hands of all of these things that I've done. I wish I wouldn't have done it. I'm going to make it all right. And, and that was a really heart, a real heart change. And, uh, and his view was completely changed. He did a complete mm-hmm. 180 with it. And, uh, and that's what we need to see. We, we need to be not focused on the world, but uh, focused on the world to come and, you know, focused on loving one another, serving one yeah. another. And that's what it's all about. And, and we can't get lost in, you know, I, I've heard people say, well, it doesn't really matter how I live. You know, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saved by grace. And okay, yes, we are all saved by grace, but we have to be careful that we don't misunderstand, you know, that that means that there's going to be a change in us and we need to overcome the world and we need to be loving, you know, so there is that, that enormous change within us that has to happen. Just that's our response to grace. Exactly. And that's just exactly what would happen with Zacchaeus. He had a response to God's grace. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was trying to say, I guess, is that grace is poured 
out to everyone, but not everybody responds to that grace. Right. Yeah. By persevering and by trying. And it's, I'm, I love that when I was young, I learned these silly songs in Sunday school because they have really helped me to remember. And I think you don't remember a lot of things like um, Zacchaeus because you were always sitting in church. You didn't really go to Sunday school very much. No, no. I play at church, though. You've always played at church. You've yeah. sat with us at church. Yeah. But I think that Sunday school, and especially Sunday school at the church where I was growing up when I was young, um, we learned all of these songs like, Come Listen to My Tale of Jonah and the Whale. Or, um, oh, there was one about Noah. I'm trying to think of what the Noah one was. Oh, Built him an archiarchy. God told <laughs> oh, Noah wow. to build. You know, and then oh, once boy. a little boy, David, how he made a sling. Once a little boy, David, how he could play and sing. You learn all these things when you're little, but then as you're reading the Bible, you know, you, you start to remember them like. See, I never had that when I was a kid. You didn't. No, no. There wasn't any of those, uh, any of those songs. Basically, Jesus loves me, this I know, period. That's it. Ah, yeah. well, you sure we're missing out. Yeah. We had, yeah. like, Pastor Gibson used to sing them himself to us. Okay. I, we had, actually, the pastor, he would lead this thing called Open Session, where we would all be together in the church first, all the kids singing these songs. And then when we were, and then we'd have Bible drills, so we really wanted to learn all the books of the Bible. And I used to recite them forwards and backwards when I was young, because I was a little bit of a keener. Had to, I had to know them all so I could win all the Bible drills. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. And uh, then we'd all stand good. up, hold up our Bible, and then he would tell us, or we'd sit down, hold up our Bible, and then he would say, like, okay, John 4, 5. And then we'd have to look at it, and the first one to get it stood up and started saying it, and then you would have won that round. So that, that was a I think, lot of fun. I think for me the big difference was camp. Um, and I remember going to camp quite a few times and, uh, and there we had songs, the like camp songs and things, and, you know, people would just break out guitars and, and play all kinds of different things. But I think growing up, it was, it was the whole camp environment that, that was really, I thought was really nurturing. Where? Um, where? This is something I've learned new about you. I didn't know you went to camp, like Bible camp. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never I've heard been, of this. I've no. been oh. to camp. What camp? Oh, I don't even remember what. I've oh, been to I camp a, quite a few times. Well, <laughs> no. I remember everything about camp. You don't know what camp it was? The What camp it was? No, I remember all the times <laughs> I got in trouble at camp because I was a <laughs> bit of a troublemaker. Um, but um, I know it was, well, Arnes was one of them. Um, but ah, yeah, okay. I've never heard it pronounced Arnes. No. What is that? Arnes? No. Isn't there an actor, Will Arnes? Desi Arnaz? No. no. What's Will's name? I met him. Yeah, Arnett? Will Arnett. Oh, Arnett. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I met that guy once. He was on The View, and he talked to me personally because I was from Winnipeg, and he has family from Winnipeg. He has so, family from and Winnipeg? he was on The View, Everybody and I was sitting in the front row. I think And then so. they cut yeah. out that part where I was like, I'm from Winnipeg. He's like, anybody here from Winnipeg? And I was like, what? Sort of the six and, degrees of, yeah. of, uh, of, of separation for Winnipeg? Yeah. Sort of like Kevin Bacon's from Winnipeg. No, yeah. he is not. I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. <laughs> but, but six degrees, he's he's contact. You know, he's he's somehow connected to Winnipeg. I'm I'm sure. 
I, yeah, is, I don't do know people how still I'm know the bacon number on things? You know that is such a weird thing, and he yeah. he finally just embraced it. Yeah, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, which I think is really kind of funny. But I would love thing. to have like one degree to a BLT right now. Just that. So one. somebody is says it? Kevin Bacon, and you're thinking of a hamburger. A BLT. I don't oh. know if I'm strange, but oh, I don't not think a BLTs hamburger. are good. What? Yeah. Okay, anybody who starts a sentence with, I think I might be strange. Talk to the hand. Yeah, BLTs are kind of just like, you take one bite and then the bacon falls out, and then it's like, yeah, I, I'm not a just fan. tomato and bread. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, yeah. No. I have been craving BLTs for like a week. It's not a good sandwich. Mm. No. Oh, it is. Not, not my favorite. What would the best sandwich be? Canadian. Canadian what? Club. Are you serious? Like you're like you're just you, making that up. You, you get to choose your favorite sandwich right now. You're at the sandwich buffet. Which one do you Subway. Pick? What kind? Probably like a nice chicken. Hi, can I get a? Is nice that opposed chicken, to a please? not nice chicken sandwich? <laughs> well, if Subway has that roasted chicken, right? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. like a nice chunk of chicken. Chunk of chicken. I used to buy the roasted chicken until it seemed freezer burnt too many times. It was kind oh, of they don't weird. Freeze that they don't stuff. Freezer burn. It, it seemed it. weird. It had like a hard spot in it that was like a cardboardy taste. Just a real dry, weird it's cartilage. Uh no. The Cart- chicken <laughs> chicken did not seem right. Oh, I think you're just you're just and imagining what you, that. What do you get? What's your favorite? Um, oh, I Tuna. I mix it up. I mix it up. You are you know what I cold really cut liked? combo guy. That's well, what you've had. Uh, what I really, really liked was um, I like the steak and cheese, but Good. that's pretty intense. No. But um, my favorite was the egg salad with pickles, but they discontinued egg salad. They still got egg really? salad? No. Yeah. Well, they Maybe didn't. just at yours. Well, maybe not. Maybe no, I'm pretty sure they don't anymore. But go you can to the get one out eggs here. and ask them to mix it up with some mayo. But if anybody has a Subway that will do an egg salad sandwich for you, egg salad with pickles. I went to this um, little Sounds place called Underground Cafe, and they made the I, Second best. time I've heard that name today. Yeah, the best um, egg salad sandwich because hmm. it was the, the sandwich was made with extra thick slices of marble rye okay, and then a ton of egg salad on there and then two long pickle slices on the top. I knew you were going nice to say pickle. Roll. I could tell by the shape of your fingers that you're oh. holding out. It's a nice crunch of the pickle. It in was there, really yeah. good. I wouldn't yeah. want the pickle part. No, that's it. what Someone I thought too. Someone told me just this morning. The pickle makes it. The pickle is yeah. everything. They for charged it. like three dollars for a canned drink, and they way overcharged for a sandwich that you could make at home. That's what someone told me today, and which is weird, because I haven't heard of that restaurant for ten years. How long has it been since you moved it's out of that building? It's been about ten years. Yeah, since I haven't we heard left about it. Isn't that weird? Twice yeah. today yeah. I hear of them. Yeah, it was. But, it but was a, their prices might be different now, so I'm not. Maybe I'm not saying really for sure what it is, but Y'all like this is half what moon. I've heard. <gasps> oh, the Half Moon Cafe. How did we get cafes. back to greasy food? Always do. Yeah. yeah how do we do. do that? I I always circle uh, back to it. We You're welcome. About our favorite sandwiches. Oh right, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> then it's a BLT. Yeah. Okay. I am That's one degrees. I'm that two is... degrees away from that sandwich right now. <laughs> Later, it's gonna be one. And then it's going to be zero degrees to bacon. Oh, that sounds like a great idea for tonight. I have no nostalgia for, obviously, I have no nostalgia for, like, the diner or anything like that. No. But 
But it's still a cool feeling. But the Half Moon Cafe gives you a little no. warm feeling in your heart. No, it's just good food. You know what happens? <laughs> okay, one day we decide to go out to the Half Moon Cafe out in Lockport. Okay, yeah. and the and the Half Moon Cafe we have to say is a fifties diner, so it's yeah. completely well, done up. But I was going to say this. Oh. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> okay. Go it's ahead. all good. Okay. Okay, so I call the Half Moon Cafe and I'm like, are you guys open today? They say, yeah. We drive down to Lockport and the entire parking lot is filled with snow. There's not a single footprint in it. And I go run to the door and it says closed. And I was so confused. Or was that Skinner's or something? I don't know anyway. And I was like, what? As I'm taking so a drink. I get back on. <laughs> I call them and I'm like, you're not open. I don't understand. They said there's two. So there's two restaurants with the same That was Skinner's, yeah. Name. Yeah, that was Skinner's. Yeah. So there's two Skinner's. Yes. So we go driving to the other Skinner's then. And then we seen the Half Moon Cafe on our way. So this little town has got these three restaurants yeah. that are like vintage restaurants. It's so cool. I think Skinner's was actually just old, wasn't it? They had it was it little was. jukeboxes yeah. at the table. They had an arcade. It yeah, they hadn't really updated cool. the decor since the That's 60s. That's why it was vintage. That's they right. Just never updated. They just never updated. They used to boast for the world's greatest hot dog. I think it was just the world's biggest. No, no, no? world's best. But you know how many restaurants say the world's you know or world famous. It just say, makes yeah. me laugh it was every a time. Subpar hot Is it? Dog. Yeah. yeah. No, it was okay. It was a fine hot dog. Yeah. Not the world's fine. greatest. I didn't like it. Well, you it don't know if it's the world's greatest. It was the kind of hot dog that's I don't like long. Hot dogs. <laughs> it's long. That's your problem. And <laughs> yeah. skinny and snaps in your mouth. You know that's that kind? That's the best kind. No, they make a snap. They're real skinny and they're long. You have to have the snap on a hot dog. No, you don't. I don't think you're That's thinking of the sense. same thing as me. You have to have it's, a hamburger instead of a hot dog. I used to call them wieners you instead of hot dogs. You want to bite through and have it snap. No, That's you don't. That's the best way. Uh, <laughs> oh, everyone's going to agree with me on this one. Oh, my parents used to buy these <laughs> wieners when we yeah. were young. They were all linked together. And then they would buy these cheap cookies that look like Oreos, like pale brother. They're just like cream-colored Oreos. Vanilla. They look like vanilla, vanilla Oreos. Oreos. Oh, Hydrox. But they're cheap, cheap Those are Hydrox. Yeah. Like the cheapest cookie they could find. And then they would eat, I don't know why, they were obsessed with eating, whenever we went out of town, eating these smoke hot dogs with these like vanilla cookies that had like cream inside. Who would call a cookie cream inside. Hydrox? Oh, I, yeah. I heard an NPR. Well, that sounds like an allergy Hydrox. medication. Well, yeah. I, I, I heard NPR like do a story on med. that. Yeah. And and I thought, <laughs> what, is, what is this? And and sure enough, yeah, Hydrox cookies. Yeah, oh, they're maybe, really well known. Maybe if we ate some of those, we'd get it would be the cure for COVID. Or you'd crave snappy wieners. Again, we are not medical maybe. experts. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you ever made homemade hot dogs? Sausage. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but like what? Make the actual like grind we the have meat the stuff for it. Like grinding the yeah. meat. Yeah. No, you have one no. of those kitchen mixers. Those things are made for Ooh. that. Ugh. And no. it, it goes right through. And what do you, do you put know? It what's in, in those? A pair of nylons? Hot dog. <laughs> no, you drop a pig into a. Well, well, it depends on what you make the sausage out of. What are you going to put it in? What casing? Buy some casing. 
You have to. <laughs> you can easily buy some hot dog paper. It, it, thing, it sounds like you've really thought this one out. I've, I've seen many videos on how to make hot dogs. Uh, okay, That's kind of scary. Back Why? to the story of my road trips with my parents. Good. You got some like, chorizo in there if you hey. want, you know? Oh, I got it. It's I a gotta... bit of a tense one. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. can I interrupt? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go right ahead. This okay. I used to get car sick all oh, the time, and then we would just sit there eating these like smoked wieners with these hydrox cookies. Should we give a warning? Which now? is why today, like Maybe. that, just grosses me out. Like McDonald's sausage, but hot dogs I love, just not. Yeah, they're intense. What? Yeah. McDonald's what? I used to get car sick, and I've had to pull over many times with you in the car when I'm eating uh, McDonald's sausage. Yeah, they're <laughs> intense. Because to this day, they make me want to okay. be now, happy. Be happy. Here's the moment of truth. All those times when you told me that you were sick when you went to school. Yes. Were you really sick? Yes. <laughs> that often you were sick? I think it was... You said playing you're it sick. up a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, but I did feel sick at those points. Because when I brought you home, you didn't act like you were sick. Like I'd have a stomach ache or something, and I'd say, "I'm not feeling good." You know what happened? I go Wait, out of town. No. I go out of town. I'm out of town on a bloggers conference. Yeah. Maddie says she's very sick. The school calls dad. Yeah. Says your daughter is really sick. Can you pick her up and take her home? You know what he tells the school? No, 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 no. That was Nathaniel. What? No, it. No, yeah, I, I know one hundred. I, re- I remember regretting telling the school to call you. Okay, that happened with you too. But I know this was Maddie. I know because, and I'll tell you how it I know. Also happened with Maddie. Yes. Too, yeah. Did it? You no, asked the school, "Is she bleeding from the eyes?" No, 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 no. <laughs> they no, said no. no, and you were like, "She's fine to stay there." No, no. I I got a phone call from the school, and the uh, I don't know if it was a teacher or it was the probably the secretary in the front and said, uh, uh, "Nathaniel is sick, and he needs you to come and get him." And I said, "Is he bleeding from the eyeballs?" And she paused, and then she kind of goes, "No." I said, he's fine. And she goes, are you sure? I said, ask him if he wants me to drive all the way across town to come and pick him up. And then she she laughed and, and then she said, he's fine. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. here's how I know that yeah. this happened with Maddie. Because I get a phone call from my mom, who has like never had anything to do with the school in her life. Mom phones me on my conference out in like Texas or wherever I am. And she's like, yeah, so I heard that Maddie is sick in school. Maybe you better call up and check what's going on. I'm like, what? Why? Gloria, my sister Gloria, worked at Country Kitchen with a lady. Her daughter was best friends with Maddie. And so she wanted to know because the school told her that you wouldn't take Maddie home. And the school told this lady that that she said, can I take her home? And the and she was gonna take her home. She was. They lived on um, Humboldt or something like that. Okay, they this, lived right by yeah. McDonald. Yeah. This, this so you never f- knew this part. First time I've heard this. Well, this huh. is this happened, yeah. and I was so embarrassed because this lady called my sister Gloria because they worked together and said, "Can I take Maddie home to my place?" Because and I was like, "Oh, good grief! If she was that sick, Mike would pick her up." I think it was probably a case where they couldn't reach me because I never did take a call from from anybody on that. 
So that's uh, that's the first I heard of that one. But I remember definitely the Nathaniel one. Yeah, you they handed the phone to me and I talked well, to you. Yeah. It could be that they did reach you, but I understand that this lady was really overreacting where she found out Maddie wasn't feeling well. Her daughter said, Maddie's sick and she can't go home. And so her mom was like calling around trying to my sister at work and stuff. Yeah, that's the first I heard It was of that a little one. weird okay. that my mom called me out there. <laughs> yeah, Maddie Yikes. remembers it well, though. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, if, if that was the case, if somebody was legitimately sick, but, but Mr. Cry Wolf. from the eyeballs. Okay. And Mr. Cry Wolf over there. I was there. Like, come on. Oh, Were we, you? we had come the on. woman in the office at the school laughing. It was, yeah. it was pretty yeah. funny. It was, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. I think that time it was more uh, tired. <laughs> yeah. Will you come felt, and pick up your son? He's tired. I felt come so on, it works sorry. Sometimes. The lunch, the lunch helper. Yeah. Deb. Yeah. She told me all the time he's sick. I said, Deb, listen, he's not really sick. He's pretending. She said he says he has to go to the bathroom because he's sick. What's the problem with me going to the bathroom? I'm like, he's not sick. Just tell him no. So she says, okay. So she tries it. And what happened? Did you throw up all over your desk? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) And she had to help you clean it up. She's like, thanks a lot. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I guess I'm wrong. Why would I... Why wouldn't I be allowed to go to the washroom? What's Man, the I got to go to... She thought you were wasting time, like, just fooling around when you're supposed to be in the room eating During lunch. lunch? Yeah, because you did it every time. You always said, I'm sick. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I've got to be part of a podcast to hear these stories, because that one I've never heard before. Yeah. That's... Yeah, poor Deb. Wow. I mean, maybe that was like a one in a million chance where I was actually sick. Actually time, sick, yeah. 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 That's why I've always wondered. I, I don't that. recall mm. doing that all the time. When he's older, I'm going to find out if he was really sick or just pretending yeah. all this time. So I don't know. Maybe you just had a nervous stomach. That could be. Could have been. If you were nervous all Can the time. Can you imagine if I called in sick to work every single day? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about having a job. No. 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 That you wouldn't. So I heard that you lost something at work yesterday. That's really disappointing. Yeah. It's your earbuds? Yeah. Uh, but I wireless. did pick up some new ones already. You did? The wireless ones? Yeah. They're so expensive. Uh, they're actually a little cheaper now because they're... Now they're just expensive? Out of date. <laughs> they give you a free engraving on them now. They engrave them? Yeah. Like the case. Why? I got a nice little snake. So you can give it to someone for a gift? <laughs> yeah. A little snake. I got a snake engraving on it. That's weird. It looks great. Once oh, again, man. I think you must have missed the song in Sunday school about Adam and Eve and the snake. <laughs> snake bad. The yeah. snake was just being controlled. The snake there is itself. a snake on a stick that represents healing. So that is... that's. A yeah, good we'll thing. go for that. I want to get a photo we'll of the snake. All right. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. That's ama- uh, You think those must be pretty expensive earbuds if they have don't worry an engraving about it. on them. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> don't talk about it. Luckily, now. I don't have to worry about it because you're that's working That's my snake now. engraving. Oh, that's very yeah. cute. Do you want to see the engraving? Is it a cartoon? Mm. No, not really because we're on a podcast right that? now. <laughs> put my glasses on. So while these guys That's are so looking weird at their that you would put a rattlesnake on your engraving. case. It's not a rattlesnake. That is a totally a rattlesnake. Oh, come on, rattlesnakes don't coil. We all know that. Uh, hey. They do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going 
to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, before we close this podcast, we're going to ask you to do a couple of things. Um, what are we going to ask them to do, Nathaniel? Mm. We haven't ended this way in a long time, so I totally forget. It changes every time. Maybe about, that's what it is. Read your Bible this week. Yeah, read there your we Bible. Go. Yeah, that'd be nice. See what you get excited about. And then... Check out that little Greek thing that we were talking about. After you read your Bible... And Hebrew. And that, that's Ask right. someone right. that you're close to, what did you read in the Word today? Because that's what we always do. Yeah, and get a conversation going. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Get a discussion going. Yeah. And um, what else? That's a lot of I think, dead space. I think maybe like, <laughs> we need to, to have like to a cricket, little cricket button whenever we yeah. ask Nathaniel a question. Just I'll to have like... to put that in there. I mean, I genuinely <laughs> don't know what uh, favorite this podcast. If you, if you actually like it. Have you not listened to podcasts? Like, how do you favorite a podcast? It depends on what you're on. Yeah. Oh, good answer. Spotify only allows you to favorite. Oh, I, I didn't know. iTunes notice. only allows you to subscribe or something like that. Really? Ah, yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, well, yeah. I'm the one that's out of the loop So here. just do whatever the best thing is on whatever you're listening to. Yeah, just if you like, want to. hit the subscribe button. And also visit my blog at timewarpwife.com yep. where you'll find daily devotions, Bible studies, and marriage prayers. Yep. yep. All right, so have a great week and you're loved by an almighty God. Bye-bye. Bye for now.